Hello, everybody, and welcome to the second installment of our new mini-series, which uh, now has a name. A new name. So, uh, a new name, because last week we just, we were calling this segment, uh, Films Jacob Should Watch. Right. Which, uh, would have failed any marketing department test that you could put it up to, so. Yeah, yeah, It, it was bad. Um, but to be clear, that was not one of the names I chose. And, you know, y'all failed me. Because I, I said, we, you guys should vote on which one that I... Of the of the names that I picked, you guys should vote. No one voted. Of course, Well, maybe because they were all terrible, which is it, why we still didn't go with any of those. And, I mean, I also didn't give them any public forum with which to do that. I didn't give them, like, a poll or anything. So, like, they just, were... <laughs> just, just tweet at him. Tweet at him with... I, and again, You're nothing. It's almost like no one and... listened to it. <laughs> <laughs> but we already have a new name. A new name, yeah. And it was a name that came, that I just I, I plucked out of our conversation mm-hmm. last week the when Fried we were Pickles talking about one. Donnie Darko. This so, new show is called Fried Pickles of Movies. Yeah, Fried podcast. Pickles of Movies. Yeah. yeah. I could, it wouldn't make any sense to most people, but we could go with that no, as well. No, yeah. But, um, no. We're getting to... We're, <laughs> We're getting to the name. <laughs> okay. The new name is uh, Reboot Already Underway's Gateway to Cinema. Right. Because right. if you recall last week, we were talking about Donnie Darko, and I referred to it as the gateway drug to cinema. Right. But we're gonna, we're just gonna, <laughs> we're again, we're working with certain uh, marketing standards. Yeah. So, uh... <laughs> you don't, you don't usually see drug in the title for things that will apply to all audiences. They're not like see right, the new, right. see the new drug we're, induced we're power rangers in theaters next so... week. <laughs> Not usually how that goes. They don't really allow that, but yeah. So yeah, the the official name mm-hmm. for this podcast is Gateway to Cinema. Correct. But unofficially, it's I will still drug. refer to it as you Gateway Drugs. <laughs> Listeners, you know what we mean. You know what we're trying yes. to get across. <laughs> so yeah. I guess I should explain the concept again. Yeah, maybe. go for it. I mean, it's our first like not pilot episode, so go for it. Yeah, you gotta do you gotta do like that recap they do at the, right. the second episode TV shows. Mm-hmm. They're just like, hey, here's all the things you missed. Even though be, I don't know why you're watching this episode, you didn't watch the first one. Can it be like in like old shows, like old pilots for shows, where like the house will be completely different and like you know different characters will be replaced by different actors? Can it be like, can I be someone else? Can I? Yes. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's no longer Jacob's films Jacob should watch. Can I be someone else? You can, you can be whoever you want. I'm going to be Jacob Lacey, but spell L-A-C-E-Y. It's a good... We, we can do that. We All can right. do that. We're getting way off the we, track We, we got we to we get into it. So, <laughs> long-time listeners of the main podcast will yeah. know that many months ago... I don't remember when it's I like made it, but many months now. ago... Yeah, Lacey asked me ago. for a list. He said, recommend some films to me, because I'm really getting to cinema. I want to watch more films. Yeah. What are some good films? So I made him a list of 100 movies mm-hmm. that I think people should watch. Like, mm-hmm. they're not all great films, but they're all, I think, interesting can't films. Wait. Can't wait until we get to Rubber, guys. <laughs> that are worthy of being... Rubber is a great <laughs> film. <laughs> I've seen, but, like, bits and pieces from the film. 
no clue what's happening <laughs> at all. So I'm excited <laughs> to like get full context and still understand nothing. <laughs> I'm excited to talk about that film, yeah. but I'm also excited to talk about this week's film. Yeah. Which is All the President's Men. Did you forget for a second? I forgot the name of the movie yeah. for a second. <laughs> All the President's Men! Woo! Now, Aaron, yeah. this being your show, you're, you're the host, uh, yes. what's, what's your general Don't format? Forget it. What? Don't forget it. Don't I'm, forget it. I'm, I'm going to toe the line, man, all right? It's okay. I won't forget right. it. So I think we, we should establish so much, somewhat of a format last week, mm-hmm. which is that we're, we're going to start. You're going to tell me a little bit about what you thought of this film that I recommended to you. Okay. No then spoilers, right? I'm going to talk about why no, I can't. put this film on the list. And then we're going to talk about spoilers. Okay. Not that you can really spoil real life anyway. Uh, yeah, it, yeah, in this case, spoilers don't really apply. Yeah. Hey, guess what? Nixon was guilty the whole time. <laughs> guess what? Nixon was, uh, it was pretty bad. <laughs> he was a bad hombre. <laughs> oh, God. Um, Tell me a little about your thoughts on watching this film. Okay, um, well. Beyond the fact that it's way too relevant. Yeah, now this is the thing I was going to say. This is really, like, the great... This is a great way to, like, officially start this show, this gateway to cinema, because, of course, it really can help us bring in that hashtag that I'm going to get started, the hashtag way too relevant. Um, it's the official <laughs> hashtag of the podcast at this point. We say it nearly every episode about something or another. Um, so, there you go. Uh, but, yeah, hashtag way too relevant. All the President's Men. Um, but no, I uh, um, really enjoyed it. Uh, it was a film that I had want. I had wanted. I had wanted? I don't know English. I, I had, wanted had wanted to see. To see yeah, I didn't. For a while. <laughs> sounded wrong. Um, I had wanted to see for a while. Um, of course, um, after seeing Spotlight, I was like, I need to see more movies like this. I loved Spotlight. And uh, this is really... The film, after, as I was watching it, I'm like, man, this is like the beginning of Spotlight. This is where it all came from. This is where films like this came from. Um, So it's interesting getting that perspective on it, being able to put um, a bunch of other movies into, inspired by this film. Um, But yeah, Uh, other than that, performances are all great. Um, Robert, Robert Redford, correct? Yep. Yes. And my God, did you do any research on this film? Did yeah, you even well, watch this? Yeah, film? I did watch this film like two, three weeks ago. <laughs> so that's why I picked this one. I'd already seen it fairly recently, um, but I just I'm sometimes actors' names I just cannot remember. No, and no, I got and you. I'm already blanking on the other lead, Dustin Hoffman. Dustin Hoffman, thank you. Um, no, they're they're both fantastic, and uh, the thing I love about this movie um, from again no spoilers or whatever for real life. Um, it's just how well written it is, how quick the dialogue is, how smart the dialogue is. Um, I'm kind of a, Aaron, if you didn't know, I'm kind of a dialogue nerd. I, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a sucker for good, good for well-written dialogue, especially that line. You know that line in, uh, in Star Wars Episode 2 about the sand? Man, that one, <laughs> that, one that or, one's my favorite. If you're if you're a fan of dialogue, I got some great dialogue for you later. 
it, well, not later in this podcast, but right. the main podcast that will be out this week, we're going to talk about some Iron Fist dialogue. Oh, so. man. <laughs> if, it's, if it's even half as good as the, the sand line, I think, I'm, I think I'm set. You know, that would be my <laughs> guarantee to watch the show. Uh, so a little teaser for Thursday, guys. Um, but no, uh, without spoilers, I think that's all I've got to say at the moment. What, what do you think? What, what is the next step on this? Well, I mean, so I'm going to talk about uh, why I put it on the list, but the reasons why I put it on the list are actually quite similar to what you were just talking about, Is in that I had also just seen Spotlight. It was probably after it won Best Picture, and then so mm -hmm. everyone yeah. was essentially saying that, uh, you know, Spotlight owes so much to All the President's Men. Like, that is the gold standard for journalism movies. Mm -hmm. And it's not saying Spotlight's a bad movie in comparison. No, no, no. It's just like, this is the peak of that format. Right. And so, I mean, I just, so I watched it and I was like, this is a very well-made movie, great performances, uh, very well written, as you mentioned. And I just think it, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, it's, like we said, it's way too relevant way too now. Relevant. But, like, like, even back then I was watching this, I was like, this is a good film to watch just to, you know, kind of be more attuned to, like, certain, po like, the political process in a sense that, like, this is a film that teaches you, like, the importance of a free press, mm -hmm. the importance of journalistic integrity, the importance of holding those in power responsible. And these, I think, are all, like, valuable lessons, like, like civic lessons. Like, this is a film that all... Americans should watch because you know it's just like an easy to digest civics lesson mm -hmm. in a sense yeah. and it was good for that back when I first wrote it down on the list and given where we are now we're like <laughs> the lecture Before wasn't even like in my mind at the time I was making this list yeah. but now it's way more recommendable than ever yeah like this is a film that everyone needs to see <laughs> i agree i agree yeah um and that's another reason why i watched it um it's just everything that was going on at the time when i watched it everyone was saying this is a lot like all the president's men and i'm like well i'm gonna watch all the president's men now i had gotten it for christmas and i was like well time to bust this one out and it's a film that I think I need to see a few more times before I can truly say that it's one of my favorites. As of right now, I think it's a great film. I think it might like Spotlight a little bit better, but that could be because I saw Spotlight first. Um, and I also think Spotlight is more, um, more straightforward, I suppose. Easier to understand in one watching. Um, mm -hmm. Whereas All the President's Men, it, it does not mess around. It's like, yeah, you are in here and... We're going to say characters' names. You better remember who these people are. Or else right, there were definitely a few times when I got lost, when I was yeah. like, who are they referring to again? And yeah. at some point, you're just like, uh, I'm not going to know, but I understand the gist of right, it. Right, right. And I mean, at the time when the film was released, I most of the people who were watching this understood who these people were, so that's maybe just how a film translates right. through time. More it is interesting that, like, we are so far separated from the Watergate scandal. Mm -hmm. Like, this was way before we were born, oh, even. Yeah. So, at the same time, it's very interesting to watch this film because it's kind of it's kind of like 
you know, it makes us understand because it's it's kind of like what I was talking about when I was when I was watching uh, the People versus O.J. Simpson, and that mm-hmm. this is like a big, you know, like cultural event in our history and our pop culture and everything, and yet you, I basically know like bits and pieces of it, and I didn't really know how it all fit together. Right. And while this is still only a small like portion of the larger right you know scandal it still is very fascinating to kind of learn more of the context for this historical event but it, but it definitely what i'm saying is like we have a much different experience with this film than someone would have when it first came out right right for and, sure i mean knowing when this film came out like two years after this all happened like man they really struck when the iron was hot and they nailed it for something that was <laughs> I mean, ostensibly rushed, I suppose. Um, like, yeah. man, it, it, it's the opposite of that Chilean coal miner movie, right? Like, where that thing happened, and six years later, here's a movie about it. Like, what? no one's talking about this anymore. Like, what? They were just, like, on top of it, man. <laughs> they were like, all right, this is happening. Let's get him. Let's get two of the best actors at the moment, and uh, let's get him in here. Uh, but, yeah, um, yeah, that's where I, that's really where I stand about the whole, is it spot, is it better than Spotlight? It, how do I put it in my ranking of films? I do need to see it again, at least a couple times, um, because, again, if you were alive during the time you knew these people, me, I'm, I'm not sure who a lot of these people are, and that's just because, that's just because... That's just how the school system is, I suppose. We learn a lot about, like, the big historical figures. Nixon did this. Well, he also had a bunch of underlings who, who like, did his dirty work, too. Um, so, and you don't ever really learn about them. Uh, so it's mm-hmm. just just how school and learning about history is. I don't know. I'm rambling. What's next? No, I got what you're saying. <laughs> That's basically connected to what I was talking about. I was like, this is a very educational film. Like, this is a film mm-hmm. that everyone should watch because it adds so much, like, context and information to such an important event in our history. Right. So, I mean, we're kind of already in the main discussion, but, like, any any specific moment that you want to talk about? Because, like... Like you said, it's not really it's much of a spoiler discussion this yeah, time around because it's basically how it unfolded in spoiler history. Spoiler alert, Nixon did Watergate. <laughs> like I just I don't know. I don't know. It went how all the way to the top. It went all the way to the top, yeah. Um no, a, a scene that really stands out to me in this film, and it's it's early on. Um so would you even consider it a spoiler? I don't know. If in a general sense of the film. Um but it's when uh not Robert Redford. Dustin Hoffman? Who plays Woodward or Bernstein. Oh, I forget which one. I forget which one they each play. Me too. Look uh, up. But it, whoever... Uh, okay. Dustin okay. Hoffman is Bernstein. Okay. So it's when uh, Bernstein uh, comes into the office and he's, talk, he's talking... He's, he was talking to some uh, White House official and he's just talking to him on the phone and then he comes into his boss's office and he's like, well, he said all this stuff. And he said he wouldn't comment on this, and he w- he wasn't a part of it. And they're like, "Well, what's the big deal?" He's like, "I didn't ask him if he was a part of this. That he just he willingly said that." And it's like, "What?" And I don't remember the exact details. <laughs> it's kind obviously. of it's kind of like, uh, oh, what was that? 
Never mind. <laughs> I don't Never know. Mind. Okay, we lost it. Um, yeah, that's just it's. Those are the moments that make these films like super enjoyable, at least to me. Where it's like, um, some you know, there's a crack in the case. You're like we got him. We got him <laughs> on something. Um, it's it's like uh, the moment in Spotlight. Well, do I want to spoil Spotlight? Spotlight also a true yeah, story. Yeah, it's, it's also true. <laughs> that's a good. That's a good point. Um, there are just moments like that in, in Spotlight where, uh, uh, goodness gracious, <laughs> I'm not getting a- any actors or actresses' names today. Um, Michael Keaton. No, Mark no, no, Ruffalo. actress. Um, lead oh, actress. Uh, Rachel McAdams. Rachel McAdams. Uh, she's going door to door and talking to the different priests or whatever, and she comes to the one guy and he's like, "Why? Well, I, I didn't rape him." that wasn't rape and it was like no it's okay he's like it happened to me that's how i know it was okay and it's just one of those moments where it's like holy crap this has been going on for so much longer than anyone else knew about and it's just moments that like it's just there's this huge breakthrough and you just get this like feeling of like well in spotlights a feeling of horror more than anything um like that's horrifying <laughs> that that happened for so long but in in uh all the President's Men, it's, like, almost like euphoria? <laughs> like, where you're like, oh, yes, give me more breakthroughs. <laughs> like, it's just, it's, uh, it's fantastic. Um, and, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's based on true life, but it's also just a testament to good writing, good pacing for the film, uh, to have mm-hmm. moments like that throughout. Uh, right, I like, especially that, like, how kind of low-key those moments are, yeah. you know? Like, they just... It's like you're, you know, wrapped up in the process, and then you're like you're just kind of like spotting them along with the character, yeah. and then like you get to the like the the film essentially like the, when they finally like, get the confirmation they need, like towards the end when he's talking to uh, Deep Throat or whatever, and he's finally gets the final piece of confirmation he needs. It's like such a small moment, mm-hmm. and yet at the same time you're just like, well, there we go, we got it all now. Like, yeah. it's all, we got the final piece of the puzzle. Yeah, it is great. And then and there's, it, there's just It's just so fascinating that how, how thrilling this movie is. It is. While also just being, like, so meticulous, you know, yeah. like, meticulous every single... and also just a bunch of talking. Nothing, like, yeah. ever, like, really happens. It's a lot of, again, well-written dialogue, um... <laughs> and a story you could I mean, make up. It's obviously, like, the whole, like, government <laughs> cover-up and everything, but it's, yeah. like, there's not, like ridiculous car chases right, and right, shootouts right. or whatever <laughs> man <laughs> just like we need we need like uh michael bay to direct uh, a remake of all the president's men <laughs> be like nixon comes into the office building at the end just like wielding an ak <laughs> and he's like where's woodward and bernstein <laughs> man i didn't even know this is an alternate history movie it's not <laughs> Uh, no, there's just also great small moments in this film. Um, one that I always I always go to. I think I used it as a clip in one of the episodes um, of the Man podcast. Um, it's when he goes and they need one more source to like run the story in the morning. So mm-hmm. Bernstein, I'm getting them, I'm getting them straight. Okay, um, okay. Bernstein, he he rushes off. He goes to like the copy in your room or something to that effect, and he he calls one of his sources on the phone. He's like, "Now I know you can't tell me if this if we should run the story or not. You can't tell me if this is true, but I'm gonna count to ten, and if you're still on the phone 
after 10 seconds is done, then we're going to run the story. And he counts all the way up to 10. He's like, so we good? And he's like, I trust that I trust that you understand or whatever. And he's like, yeah. And then I just run the story. I'm like, how is that not still going to screw him in the end? Like, he's literally confirming it. But it's like there's these weird workarounds. And that's just so interesting how they how they figure these things out. And they have to do stuff like that. Um, it, dude. All right. So when it, I say- it, it does give you like a lot of appreciation for journalists, yeah. you know, like the, yeah. the, the ones who actually work through the cases like this. Yeah. What, and that's what I was going to say. When I, when I was starting college, I was going in for journalism <laughs> quickly changed after the first year. Um, but, uh, it's films like these where I'm like, man, that is so cool. That is so cool stuff that people do. Uh, just journalism films in general. Uh, it's just like, man, there's some good work being done out there. Just not for me. Um, I, I personally, I don't think I'd be able to do that. Um, but, uh, gosh, there was one more I wanted to talk about. One more moment. Oh, it's when they think they have like their first real breakthrough. And they go in, she's like, oh, yeah, I'd love to talk about it. And they go in, she's like, oh, you want, want tea or you want coffee or whatever. Oh, yeah, sure. They sit down. And, she, and they're like, all right, so uh, what, what's going on with Watergate or whatever or at the Watergate Hotel? And she's like, what? No, no, I, I meant to talk to you about, like, some other, some other completely different innocuous story. And they're just like, the defeat on their faces, they're like, oh god no like they thought they had it they they just ah, man it's just moments like that great acting um from both of them and just the fast-paced <laughs> nature of them man they they knew their stuff like down to pat like they're i love dialogue that like uh goes at the same time as other ones uh as other <laughs> people are talking at the same time and they do that perfectly they weave in and out of each other's conversations and i think i read something to the effect that they memorized each other's lines so they yep. would finish each other's sentences and, and weave in and out like that and that it, it it's the difference between a good movie and a great movie um it really makes it uh at the end of the day it feels more realistic and there's just moments where they break where they like they flub a line but they just keep going. Well, I was going I was yeah. going to mention the moment, the great moment, one of my favorite parts of the film where they just kind of have like that very long take of just uh Woodward on the phone like going through like getting all mm-hmm. this information and then at the very end he missed, he gives yeah. the wrong yeah. name to the person on the phone. <laughs> and it's like you you don't want to do the entire shot over again cuz this right. has been like a 6 minute continuous take. Mm-hmm. And so, but, like, the way he just, you know, is able to, like, work it into it, he's just, like, yeah. you know, this is just part of, like, the stress, this is part of, like, the keeping everything straight in my head, you know, like, working out all the connections in this case, and the way he's able to just work all that into, you know, correcting that mistake on in the scene. I just think that was a really great moment that, you yeah. know, like, it, it was completely unintentional, but it ended up being one of the best moments of the film. It is, yeah. Um, last one I wanted to talk about, last moment, and this is not really anything to do with the case, it's just a great, uh, way to introduce Bernstein, is when he's, uh, Woodward is writing all of, yeah, Woodward is writing all of the papers up, and he's putting them in the, like, uh, again, (laughs) I never worked at, at a newspaper in the 70s, so I don't know exactly what it was, I'm assuming they were putting it in a bin, to then be printed in the paper, 
Um, but then every time he puts one in, he goes back in to put another page in. He realizes that the other one's gone, and then he watches as he puts one in, and Woodward comes over, and he, uh, no wait, no, Bernstein comes over, and he grabs the pages out, and then he goes and edits them, and like puts up like different uh, wording or different sentence structure, and puts them back in the box. <laughs> it's just like, that's a great way to introduce your character. Like, I don't know, <laughs> it's just, yeah, automatically you understand this guy's pretty smart. This guy, he knows what he's doing. Maybe a little cocky. You don't know. Uh, but also, it's like a, it's a great start to their working relationship, their friendship of sorts. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Just a small moment that I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all I wanted to talk about. What, what about you? Well, I mean, this is a film that I... I watched this a while ago, because, like... <laughs> yeah. I mean, I watched this, like two years ago at this point not two years ago like one year ago at this okay. point so i don't remember as much of like the smaller details that i want to mention but so i, th- I think you covered like all the scenes that i really wanted to talk no. about but <laughs> i mean i don't know man just hashtag way too <laughs> hashtag way too relevant <laughs> oh goodness um, like, yeah. if you don't understand, like, how much integrity and work and everything that goes into accurate, you know, journalism. But like, Aaron, as Nixon said, it's just fake news. It's fake news. <laughs> yeah, fake news. Fake news. Fake news. Um, so now... <laughs> If you guys couldn't tell, we get a little political from time to time on the podcast. Um, I was listening. I found a new podcast. If, if, if you listen to any podcast, don't listen to ours. Listen to, uh, uh, listen to We Have Concerns. It's, it's a very good one. Anthony Carboni and Jeff Kanata, I think, are their names. Um, but they do, like, uh, just weird stories. But they were... The one guy is very opinionated on Trump. And... Uh, he said something like just queuing that he had something to say about Trump. He's like, 20 seconds. And then he just rips in for 20 seconds. I'm like, all right, back to the show. <laughs> so they just have like a 20 second gap. I'm like, we might need to institute something like that because we go off sometimes. <laughs> I'm sure it's always somewhat thinly veiled. Not really. I mean, just look at our... Barely, no. <laughs> uh, what was the... Was it legit pitch? No, that was that's the name of your... That's the name of your uh, blog series. The, the Pitch It or Ditch It? Pitch It or Ditch It, yeah. Where, like, we did the NBC, we did the Celebrity Apresidentist or whatever. <laughs> like, so, with, with a film like this, it's hard not to mention topics like this, especially because, again, Aaron, say it for me. Hashtag, way too relevant. <laughs> That's correct. Um, but, yeah, so, sorry, but not sorry. Hashtag, sorry, not sorry. Aaron, yeah, not sorry. Like, like watch this film. Yeah, and then uh, you know, yeah. If you, um, if you don't notice any similarities, <laughs> any similarities at all, especially what they call the U.S. press or the like, the American press, like the enemy of the American people. Yeah, that's that's not close to anything at all that's been happening recently. I don't think those words have ever left anyone from the White House's camp. Uh, I don't think that's ever left any of their mouths. Never. No, no. Especially not Melissa McCarthy's. Definitely not. Uh, Sean Spicer. Darn. Oh, I got him mixed up. <laughs> yeah, you know. Um, 
and I think we should end this before we devolve. <laughs> right, right. Um, but uh, yes, obviously, if you haven't seen this film already, mm-hmm. highly recommended by me. That's why I put it on the list. And recommended for I'm going to assume well. highly recommended by. Let me see. That's correct. One one of these times we're going to get to a film that I recommended. You don't. I'm I'm, I'm waiting for that. <laughs> I think it's going to happen. I've looked at some of these films and I'm like. See, this is one that I could see maybe not liking that much. <laughs> but who knows? I'm going in with an open mind on all of these. Uh, rubber, especially. That's going to take uh, quite an open mind, I think. See, here's the thing. You know what? Let's just save it. Let's save it for the rubber podcast. It's going to happen eventually. Um, ah, darn it. I forgot to put up the list. I, I, as soon as I remember, everyone, I will put the list of all the movies on Twitter. Uh, so you can take a look at them as well and watch them as well. Uh, I forget, are we announcing what's going to be next week on this week, or do we not need to do that? Because, like, I don't know if we have, like, a set schedule like that. Well, we do know what we're going to do next week, I think, right? Because I do want to do that one next week, the one that we talked about. So, if if you're down for it, I'm down for it as well. I mean, yeah, sure, can do that. So, I guess... I don't know if we're going to always be announcing next week, but if you're interested, listeners, next week we'll be talking about Perks of Being a Wallflower. And this is the one that I might not like. (laughs) A a film we have been trying to get Lacey to watch for a long time, me and David. So, like, David has an Always Sunny mention count on the main podcast, uh, but I think we also need a Perks of Being a Wallflower one, because we talk about it so often, that's just like... And soon you will understand why. I mean, next week, um, maybe even sooner, depending on when I watch it. It's, uh, see, this is the one that I'm like, I'm looking at it, and I'm like, these things are hit or miss for me. And I trust your guys' judgment. Don't get me wrong. I trust Mm -hmm. everyone who's told me it was great. I I trust their judgment. But it's just like, I don't know, man. It's just going to be like, I don't know. We'll talk about it next week. Um, we'll talk about it. I'll try to talk about it without crying because <laughs> okay. can't watch the movie without too. breaking we don't down. Know. We don't know. Maybe me too. I mean, I cry at literally everything. I, Aaron, no, this is a little bit, a little bit of a teaser for Thursday as well. I teared up a little bit watching Kong Skull Island. <laughs> oh my god! And in a, in that moment, I was like, "What is wrong with me?" I'm like, "This is not this... touching at all." And then I stopped instantly. <laughs> I was like, "This is dumb." Plus beauty. Movie. Killed the beast. Twas beauty. Killed Except the beast. I'm assuming he doesn't die at the end of this film because you know. Well, beauty crossover. killed the beast at the box office this week. Um, unfortunately. Yeah, they kind of <laughs> they just they played into set that set up the, the perfect headline for, for every single for, box yeah. office analysis. <laughs> it really is. What was the? Someone tweeted something to the effect of insert generic monkey pawn like at uh, I think it might have been AA Dowd on Twitter. I don't know. Um, I think Aaron disappeared, guys. So, um, I don't know. Yeah, I guess that's the end of the podcast, really. Um, oh, Aaron's back. <laughs> Am I back? Yeah, you're back. You were gone. Aaron, would you like to close okay. the show out for us? I could hear everything you were saying, but <laughs> I guess we'll wrap this up. Because now we're, we're talking about Kong Skull Island. Yeah, so we, I think we'll we're... talk about it. Listen on Thursday, guys. We're going to have a good show for you. Hopefully a little bit shorter. Although, when I edited the final podcast, not that long. Two hours and 20, anyway. I think. Anyway. So, this has been the second episode of, as we now call it, yeah. 
gateway to cinema. You know what we mean. <laughs> you know what we mean. <laughs> you, you know, know what we mean. mean. <laughs> um, that'll be the subtitle. <laughs> I'll, I'll introduce this as like the dealers. We'll be like, your dealers, Aaron Hodd and Jay Lazy. Oh, goodness. Now, to be clear, I didn't want to, I don't want, I didn't want to blow up your spot at the beginning. You didn't introduce us. I know, I realized that, but then we were already too far in. Yeah. Because we got off track on this whole name thing. I'll do better next week. Would you like to unintroduce us, though? Or close us? I don't know. I, I, got, what, I got what you mean. Yeah. Okay. So, if you want to find us around the web, you can find me at Little Flame Dude on Twitter mm. and at uh, this clever blog name is already taken, .tumblr.com. Uh, not much up there recently but there's still cool stuff it's okay yeah uh just read the errands again it's a good or yeah. the october the night x came home Re- go do a reread you know it's good stuff yeah. it's good stuff and if you want to find jago around uh on twitter he's at jake underscore lace yeah that's great. okay and then on <laughs> tumblr it's, just, it's jake lace it's just regular jake lace uh yeah go there posted a kong Skull Island review. Pretty proud of it. Check it out. Um, not the movie. Well, maybe the movie. Eh, I don't care. Do what you want. As long as you don't see Beauty and the Beast, I don't care what you do. Read the review and then see if you want to see the movie. Yeah, cause... there we go. <laughs> and if you want to find the main podcast That's around, correct. it's at Twitter at Reboot, Reboot already, already on. on. Reboot Already On, yes. Uh, okay. Our name is too long <laughs> for, uh, for a general Twitter name, so problem and uh is that is that it is that i all, mean soundcloud itunes uh we're on there. oh yeah maybe moving maybe moving to spotify i'll look into it um but yeah well we're, we're gonna try and expand a little bit um onto other platforms because i know not everyone has um like a uh iphone or whatever uh, we're gonna try and get on google store too hopefully i gotta look into that but all right, cool. All right. So, uh, how do we normally end? <laughs> what are we going to talk After about next that, week? I don't remember. I feel like we usually just end up talking about the bye-bye, man. Well, yeah, and then well, just, here like, we go. That's perfect. Letting that take us out. We're talking so. about it right now. All right, listen to the music. I don't know what the music is. I, I think I'm going to pick a different kind of music. Whatever. Goodbye. A different, okay. Okay. <laughs>